You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast with Ines and Mel, and this is episode 36, The Secret Crochet Language, a Crochet Jargon Quiz, part 2. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Hi everybody. I am extremely nervous for this episode. Why? Because I was told not to prep for it. Because it's Crochet Jargon Week. I know, I am aware that I, I'm aware of what this episode is about, but because I haven't had time to prep, it makes me extremely nervous. Well, the whole point is that you're not supposed to prep, Yeah, right? that's true. I'm supposed to catch you unaware. So I've got a notebook in front of me open with nothing <laughs> in it, and it's such an uncomfortable feeling because yeah. usually I'm incredibly prepared for an episode. Yeah. But, okay, it's it will be a test in my... Um, in letting go of control. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> With that said, hello everybody, how has your week been? Yeah, I hope everybody had a wonderful week. We are getting our boost, our vaccination booster shot after this, like literally right after this episode, we're going to go get it done. So if we are not feeling well next week, you'll hear lots of sniffy noses because we're probably recovering from the side effects of the vaccine booster yeah. jab. Yeah, so hopefully everything will go well. If you haven't listened to our part one of this crochet jargons quiz, uh, we did it last year. It's incredibly fun uh, and we just want to do another one again, right? Yeah, because there's just so many jargons out there. There's the endless supply of abbreviations and like shortened forms of regular words so yeah. it's just and it's always changing it is at least i feel so or sometimes they come up with new abbreviations and you know as long as there's a new word i think that's why it makes it so difficult that's true so if you've played along with us in the previous part one episode uh we invited you guys to play along and tally up your score and i think mel you have how many questions do you have so for today i have 15 questions for you Okay, 15. I think that's the same as the previous episode, right? I think previously I had more, like maybe 20, 25. Okay, so you guys are going to play along with us. Yeah. And you're going to tell your score. I'm going to create an Instagram post about this. And at the end of it, you guys are going to go over to our Instagram page, find that post, and then comment your score. I'm <laughs> I'm super nervous because I don't know what to expect. Yeah. But I think I know enough to at least pass. Or maybe guess. What's a even pass? If you don't like know. Uh, seven and a half. Yeah. I think I can at least get, get seven. seven and a half. Okay. Seven. Seven and a half is a pass, so you need to get eight, right? At yeah, because I was just thinking if I get seven, then that's a fail. Oh <laughs> my god. Okay, so should we just should we just start? You, yeah, let's go right into it. Yeah. Question one. Mm-hmm. The abbreviation is F O T H. I think this is an easy one. F-O-T-H Yeah Fear of the Humans <laughs> Wrong You should you F- can Try again um, Feel of the hat Are you really trying? I am trying I've never heard of F-O-T-H Really? It's, uh, I think it's used pretty commonly Who yeah. Who in my everyday circle Do I speak crochet to? Very little. That's true. Fair and enough. And the people that come to me know even lesser of crochet than I do. So there's really, rarely a chance I get to talk crochet with people. So if I were to guess, it would be fear of the humans. And the way you use it is you don't let anybody else come near your whip when you're working. 
Okay. Or it's feel of the hat. <laughs> of the hat. Maybe it's like a you're trying to figure out the material or something. Right. Okay. Okay. I can see where you're coming from. Let I me know give you a, that I have it entirely wrong. Entirely wrong. Let me give you a clue. Okay. H stands for hook. Hook. Right. Few of the hooks. <laughs> close. Very close. Your we should, first. We should buy some F O T H. Okay. The first word is wrong. Something of the hook. Yeah. If you give up, you you let me know and I'll just... Fire of the hook. You're going way off now. <laughs> so, I think I should just let you know the answer. Okay, tell me. It stands for fresh off the hook. Oh. Do you understand now? Yes, I do. Once, yeah. Why, why do we need abbreviations for that? Fresh off the hook is yeah. for syllabus. <laughs> F-O-T-H is even harder to say. I think it's more... Of when you type it when out. When you're typing it out, you go hashtag F-O-T-H and people will understand it. Do you understand the meaning oh, okay. of fresh I know, off the hook? Yeah, I know why I don't know it. It's because I don't hashtag things. Right. If you've noticed on my Instagram, I rarely hashtag anything. I feel... I just feel that sometimes when you hashtag things, the audience is a little bit forced. Right. And I kind of like a natural organic growth. Very idealistic, I know, but that's kind of my style. But yes, I know what it means. Okay, so what does it mean? Uh, it's something that you've just finished making. Yeah, I was just thinking that... It's kind of like fresh out the oven. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think that's where the, the concept of the, the term came to be. Yeah. I've always heard it said, ah, I but see. never written. Like an abbreviation, yeah. Like actually written out. Right. F-O-T-H. <laughs> you should try using it then. Once you finish your, your whips. Nobody would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not here at least. Not in Singapore at least. Nobody would know what I'm saying. Okay, so your score right now is zero for now. But I have, um, so it's one down, 14 more, more to, to go. go. Okay, yes. question two, please. Question two, it's also an easy one, I think. J-A-Y, go. Have you heard of it before? Join as you go. Very good. Literally, literally a second before this, I had no idea. I was so close to saying, no, I have no idea what you're saying. And then? And then it just hit me suddenly. Is it because I say go? It's because there's no other thing that y- utilizes the go. Unless you're talking about Ogo. <laughs> That's true. Which I don't think you are. Yeah. So it's one of those like nothing, 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 and it hits you, join yeah. as you go. Okay, so can you explain what it is? What it means? It's as it's when you join as you go. It's when you crochet something and you connect them, the different pieces, as you're crocheting them together. Correct, at least now you have one point. And the reason I know that, and it's on the top of my mind, is because I I have a C2C blanket. Mm-hmm. So I have a C2C blanket that I made in like kind of like a single size, but I'm kind of feeling like it's a little bit small because initially when I made it, I felt like it was perfect for one person on the couch. Yeah. But then I like to bundle snuggle. Yeah, so it feels like it's not big enough, right? Yeah, so when I pull it up to cover like all the way up to my chin, then my toes are exposed. Yeah. And when I cover my butt, then my front is exposed. <laughs> okay. So I was considering doing another C to C blanket and connecting it, but doing it in the join as you go 
technique. Right. So that is considered as joint as you go as well. Yeah. So okay. it's it could be anything. Most of the most of the time people use it for granny squares. Yeah, that's what when I you crochet see as well. And you yeah. join it. But it could really be anything. It could be like a top, like two panels of a, a cardigan that you're crocheting and then you just join it as you go. Um, a very common thing that you join as you go is like Tunisian crochet. Right. If you want to make like a checkerboard Tunisian, it's very easy to do it. And I think with Tunisian, it's the easiest to do the join as you go. Okay, so this crochet method is pretty common, it, like commonly used. Yeah, it's quite, but I've okay. never seen it written too. So if you say join as you go, I know what it means. Yeah. But if you write it, if you texted me that, I would yeah. have no clue what you're saying. But I can understand now that I'm looking at it, these crochet terms are also long. It like, is, yeah, it is. Yeah, if I can just use an abbreviation J-A-Y, go, I think that would make so much sense. Yeah, but you see, fresh off the hook doesn't yeah. really need an abbreviation. <laughs> it's just it's just like a catchy thing that yeah. people want to turn into a hashtag. Yeah. So it's more like... Oh, hashtags are cool. It's I don't like hashtags. <laughs> I don't use hashtags. Well, in any case, you have accumulated one point. <laughs> okay, one point. Let me crack my knuckles. Let me go okay, on let's... to question three. H-S-P-Y. H-S-P-Y. Yeah. So, Y for yarn. So, H-S-P-Y stands for have seen prettier yarn. <laughs> Not bad, but I can... I H S. What was it? H-S-P-Y. <laughs> H-S-P-Y. I yeah. have seen prettier yarn. I will just tell you the correct answer. Okay, right now. Yeah. so I, I'm guessing that means I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. It just stands for haven't started project yet. Oh, is that like a dig at me? <laughs> at my thousand whips? <laughs> like a reminder, right? Like a reminder. Everything I do, I seem like there are reminders everywhere that I have. Carefully um, picked abbreviations just for you. To remind me of my million and one whips. Um, I actually have never heard of that. Yeah. But then again, I feel like I've been saying that. Like, I've never heard of all these things. Yeah, all these uh, terms, right? Where, how would you use it in a sentence? Is it like only in a hashtag again? Probably. Uh, I, I can, you know, give you a short form of uh, saying that I haven't started this project yet, right? I guess it's like text, right? Like, yeah. hey... Yanni friend Hey Yanni buddy Have you How many Whips Do you have ha- Have you HSPY Oh yeah I have seen pretty Yan. Thanks for asking <laughs> Actually To be honest I think your term Sounds nicer Right yeah. I think so too Yeah It's But that's kind of Not very nice To the person You're talking to Oh because <laughs> I've seen Prettier yarn than yours It's indicating that Your yarn's not as pretty As the one I've seen So we probably Shouldn't be saying This to people but we also shouldn't be saying, have you started any projects yet? Like or, a dig, right? Because it's kind of like passive-aggressive way of saying, look, <laughs> I've started my projects. Have you? You've gotten this yarn a month ago. <laughs> but you've not done anything. So I think it's just good to know, but let's never say this to <laughs> yeah. anybody. Okay, check on that. <laughs> okay, so uh, should we move on? Let's move on. So question four is another abbreviation. C-I-P. C-I-P. Crochet in partnership. Oh, very close. You got the first two words right. Crochet in pockets. So are you just going <laughs> to fill in crochet the Crochet in pretty. I'm going to let you try one more, like, one more time. Crochet in possibilities. Wrong. Okay, what? Crochet in public. 
Oh, uh, we have like that hashtag yes. knit in public, crochet in public day. Exactly. I have never seen it written out. Okay. It's always a international knit in oh, public yeah, they, day or right. international crochet in public day. But it's I've never in what in what situation would you need to hashtag CIP it right? <laughs> yeah, I find it I find it funny. Like I think some of these like especially this crochet in public abbreviation is something that is kind of like for Instagram. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those things where it's abbreviated for Instagram for the easy hashtag search. Because really people only like if if you see it on social media, it's really done like staged because people do it to take photos to put it up to say that oh, you know, like crochet pride or whatever crochet right. in public whatever you know so I I just don't know whenever we would use it realistically speaking in the crochet work itself yeah when I was looking through these abbreviations what I was thinking of is that crocheters when they are talking to each other they probably just came up with these terms like I don't know like, any crocheter who talked to each other would say hey you want to CIP today yeah like short form like how we come up with LOL or BRB yeah but that, all that is based in typing nobody actually says LOL and when we, we talk about it LOL or BRB doesn't exist outside of the text world Right, right. Outside of like the visual 2D. Yeah, I won't actually say BRB. Yeah, I won't actually say, oh, that's funny, LOL. I would, <laughs> I would just laugh. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I, I would just laugh yeah. out loud. So I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm thinking that these terms probably came because, you know, maybe they are typing, they are talking to one another and these terms just, you know, came about. Like, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's like in the blogging. Yeah. Maybe if maybe. you're in the blogging world, like the crochet blogging world, you could probably use that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I never, I don't use it and I don't blog really. Yeah. So. <laughs> I guess these are very foreign to you, right? These are foreign even to me or, yeah. or, or it is to me. I well, don't know how many of you guys <laughs> use yeah. this. Maybe, yeah, today would be more of a learning this abbreviations I guess I do see these terms uh, commonly used in forums like you mentioned maybe like Reddit or, yeah because yeah. you only have a specific word count you can't right. like write it too long actually I'm not sure if that's true but like for example on Twitter like right. you only have a certain amount of characters that you can write so yeah. you net people naturally abbreviate everything or maybe crochets just want to have this form of secret language that, that they only understand <laughs> and nobody else understand yeah, unless you are in the community, right? It's like that secret handshake. Yeah. Hey, do you know what CIP is? Yeah, you don't know. Haha. <laughs> do you want to CIP with me? <laughs> exactly, right? Anyway, on that statement, I just want to say that I still think my original answer, crochet in partnership, is a better answer because it like it invokes feelings of like friendship and collaboration. It's like you know, a granny square, CIP. I'll do 10, you do 10, and then let's cut our project time in half. Yeah, I know. You're always trying to look for some way to cut your project cut. time in half. Yeah, because it takes so long. Anyways, let's carry on to question number five. The term is work plane. Plane? Like P-L-A-N-E? Like aeroplane? No, like uh, plane girl. Like P-L-A-I-N? Yeah. I'm just going to straight up say that I don't know. I'm not even going to try to guess because I have no clue what that means. Okay, so what it means is to work in single crochet. Work in single crochet, like, only? Yeah. So, like, a project that's built up exclusively in single crochet would be considered... Like, how would you even put it in a sentence? Uh, if I'm not wrong, it's used 
like an instruction like work plane something like here <laughs> this feels like this feels like something like from the 1800s <laughs> actually, one of those... actually I'm not sure why you need a, a special term for working in single crochet like if you're talking about plain stitches yeah then like the double crochet is the most plain to me like a double cr- is that a personal yeah that's a personal opinion yeah. <laughs> yes yes that's a personal opinion I feel like if you're talking about plain stitches like boring with no character right right the double crochet does that for me the double crochet, like a piece of fabric worked up in a single crochet, like to me it has more like textures, like it's kind of like, like you know how seed stitch looks like, uh-huh. but it's kind of bumpy and like dense. The, the double crochet to me looks more plain, so I don't know where, so I feel <laughs> like this could be like a leftover from like the 18-1900s where you know the old grannies would sit there and say, oh work plain children, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I'm I'm quite glad that I didn't I didn't try because you probably wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad I didn't try to attempt at a guess. You know, if I don't know it, I'm just gonna say I don't know it because I have never heard it, and I still can't find a scenario where you would tell somebody just work plain. Like, what would you need? What would you be making? I'm guessing is it because it's a simple stitch? Like it's one of the foundation stitch and. It's definitely easier if you compare it well, even it, with a treble or a double crochet. If we talk about like traditional simple stitches, then the chain stitch would work. Like a chain stitch would be it, you know, where you just chain and you connect the chain to another, to your current chain, like a net. Yeah, but you need a single crochet at least to build something up, right? Not really. Okay. I don't, th- this is a funny one. Yeah, I'm okay. just, I'm going to admit defeat and say that I'm, I've got this wrong. So I'm quite sure nobody got this right though. <laughs> Leave a comment and tell me. Actually, if I think about it, now that I'm thinking about it, could it be just a way of saying like, just crochet, like do it, just plain crochet. Just don't, don't do anything, don't think too much, just crochet in the simplest way you know how to and just do something. And so like work plainly, like just do it plainly. Actually, that makes sense. But I, I wouldn't know what you'd be making. So maybe it's just the act of being able to crochet alone rather than a, a part of an instruction. Right. Maybe it could be like a very, very, very basic way of like instructions. Yeah, like I don't have to Where give it's like you just any... make a piece yeah. of fabric, crochet, work plain. Work plain. I, see, yeah. I can't even say it, right? <laughs> um, like, you know, make a, a work plain, like a 10 by 20 inches and fold it in half and you just connect the sides and... Right. If voila, you have something. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's that way. That makes would make sense, right? I just, apart from this, I cannot find another way as to how that would make sense. So anyway, let's move on to the next question. Okay, so the next question. The term is stash buster. Stash buster? Yeah. Oh, I know this. I recently watched a YouTube video where the girl was talking about um, this project being a stash buster. Okay, were you Which confused about the term? I wasn't. I think, I, I, I think it's pretty straightforward. It's just having a project that literally eats yarn. So you go through your stash really quickly and you basically clear out your yarn. Something yeah. I hope that I never have to do. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I think to be more specific, it's about using leftover yarn. So like oh, really? yarn that you probably have like a little bit of it. So you take all these bits and pieces of leftover yarn, you sh- 
you know, crochet it together, together. to create a, a complete project that's uh, fun, creative and unique. I guess that's what granny squares are. Or maybe that's that's similar to that for you. Yeah. I, I've always thought that stash busters just means that it's a project that... Oh, I guess, sorry, maybe I'm confusing ja- like jargon. I think what I'm thinking about is yarn eater. Right, okay, but which like, is another term. Yeah, but like yarn eater and stash buster kind of have that same same, same vibe. Yeah, same meaning. Yeah. I guess we could use it um interchangeably. But yeah, I think I'm a little bit wrong in this one. Although I think the general idea is correct. Yeah. Am I right? It. Yeah, you got it. Okay, yeah. so that's one point for me. And hopefully you can get the next term as well, which is TGIF. Definitely it's not, thank God it's Friday. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Thank God it's frog time. <laughs> you love frogging. Thank God right? it's frogged. Like, nope. like if I hate the project, and then after I frog it, and it's like, oh, TGIF. Like, thank God it's done. Like, thank God I frogged it. You got the first half correct. Obviously, I mean TGI. It's always thank God it's something. Yeah, right? yeah. So what's the answer? The answer is thank God it's finished. Oh. So just now when you mentioned thank God it's done, I guess it. You know, it's the literal the... opposite. Yeah, because I'm always thinking about how it's like frogging things, right? And basically, frogging is like part of my creative process because I'm always like figuring things out and undoing right. it and figuring it out. And there are times where I hate a project so much, like I hate the prototype so much that I just want it done. And after I frogged it, it's so satisfying to see a full ball of yarn being returned to you. Yeah, so it's kind of like that, that feeling, that TGIF, like thank God it's frogged feeling, like I'd never have to see this ugly thing again. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's I, the direct opposite of what this really is. I actually is. like this term. I think We that, should coin it. Yeah, yeah. Thank God it's finished. I would totally use it. So I'm like, just... which TGIF are you referring to? <laughs> I cannot wait to finish my uh, lemon peel cardigan. So once I do that, I'm going to use this TGIF, yeah, yeah. TGIF, yeah. <laughs> okay, question eight. What is M-A-M? Mam. Yeah, mam. What's mam? M-A-M. Make and make. And make and make <laughs> and make. Make and mix and match. Okay, it's the like answer is... Mix and uh, match is like when you do granny squares that don't match, but you don't care, so you just kind of mix and match. Like, hashtag this is my M&M granny square M- project. M- oh, <laughs> M-A-M. <it>? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, no, tell me the correct answer. The correct answer is mile a minute. Have you heard of this Mile form? a minute? Yeah. It's like speed, right? It's like going oh, really yes. fast. Yeah, But correct. I guess mile a minute, it's, it's an actual linguistic term. Like, uh, she's going a mile a minute... Yeah. Like with this like art project or whatever. Yeah. It's to describe a project that, that's building up really fast, but I if I'm not wrong, it's That is an urban legend. I've <laughs> crochet never builds up quickly. It's for a specific project. So they compare this uh mile a minute project similar to doing granny squares where you do individual little pieces and then you put it all together. So Anybody who's ever put granny squares together knows that it's, it's actually it's not. a tedious process. Yeah. yeah, so there's nothing mile a minute about it. So what you do with this is you crochet strips, long strips of fabric, and then you put them together. Usually oh. to create like a blanket or like a really uh, long. That's kind like of like a that's kind of like a Tunisian join as you go. Ah, okay. If you're doing like a checkered Tunisian join as you go, then that's you do it in a long strip. I see. Oh, so okay. I guess that could be considered as a mile J- a minute project, I guess. J go mem. 
J-A-Y, go ma'am. You're doing so well with oh, all thank these you. abbreviations that you're learning. Good job. Thank you, thank you. Okay, should we move on? Yes, let's move on. And we're halfway there already. So okay, only halfway. <laughs> only halfway. We so. should speed up. <laughs> yeah, the next term is frog pond. Frog pond. Pond, like P-O-N-D. Pond, in a pond. Um, it's when you frog things and all the frog spaghetti tangles on the floor and there is no way to undo it so you leave it there like an art installation wow that's quite actually i like that guess but it's wrong oh shit yeah I it's not as complicated the as way, you think it is the way you were nodding your head at me made me feel like i was on the right path <laughs> I'm actually enjoying all your answers and your guesses to all these terms. Okay, let me guess again. Frog pond. When you when you crochet lots of froggy amigurumi and put them in a pile before you, you mail them out? No. Okay, tell me the answer. Basically, all your frog items, your, your crochet items that you want to frog, the area where you place it, the storage area where you place it, is called a frog pond. Oh, it's why didn't I think that. of that? Yeah. So it's basically my frog basket. My exactly. uh, fixed frog finish basket. Yeah. So I can say like, wow, right, your all frog my pond projects full. <laughs> I guess that makes me feel very comforted because then I know I'm not the only one who have who have a pile yeah, I'm sure. Of crazy not. projects waiting to be frogged. If they can come up with a term. And it's just not for even it, right? frogged by me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's you. It's you me. are the one that has to frog it. Yeah. Okay, so please um, attend to my the frog pond. In the pond? <laughs> please attend to my frog pond <laughs> gardener. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of hand, so let's move on to the next one. Let us see if you know this term. Okay. T A L C. T A L C. Teach and learn crochet. Hmm. I I talk. <laughs> no wrong. I teach and learn crochet. Yeah, you can use that hashtag for yourself. Yeah. Um. T- t- uh, I don't know. Okay, the answer is take a long crochet. Take a long can crochet. You... Oh, it's like it's like projects that you bring with you exactly, on holiday. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. This refers to like smaller projects that you could bring with you, right? Yeah. Portable projects. Yeah, so projects, basically projects that you take along for your trips. Right, but then you never let me bring crochet <laughs> on our trips. Because you will buy crochet on our so trips. So I have never experienced take and, and what? Take, take, <laughs> take along crochet. Sorry, my bad. All I can think about is take and, t- take and learn. <laughs> take and learn. <laughs> what do you want to take and learn? <laughs> But yes, the truth is that Mel never lets me bring crochet when we go on trips. It has to create space in the luggage for yeah, because you know, she yeah. says that we, I definitely will will buy yarn overseas, which is very true because a lot of the yarn I buy is from overseas. So I mean, <laughs> I get it, but I have never personally experienced take okay. and learn. You you know what? We should we should try to <laughs> take and. Why am I saying it again? Take a long crochet. <laughs> no, no, let's let's move on before we start the giggles fit again. Okay, so okay. next question is, is it 10? Uh, 11. Oh, okay, 11. Yeah, so the next uh, few terms are going to be stitch uh, oh, abbreviations. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit different. I might do well on that one. Yeah, I, I think I think you will do well on this one. Okay, okay so 11. First one would be Y-O-H. Y-O-H. Yarn over hook. There you go. So but, I start something simple. The thing is with yarn over hook is that I feel like it's a little bit outdated 
Oh, is it? I have not seen Y O H Yarn Over Hook in a written instructions in a long time. I see. Most most of the times I see Y O, but they basically mean the same thing. Yarn oh, okay. over. I mean, what are you yarning over if not your hook, right? Right. Okay. So yarn over hook or yarn over, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. The same thing. I see. Yeah. But it's been a while since I've heard Y O H. Yeah, it's just easier to use two alphabets yeah, like instead of three. Yarn right? over. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> basically, at this point, I'm not even keeping score of my points anymore. It's just fun to like guess the abbreviations. Guess the terms, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to twelve. So twelve is B P S C. B P S C C back post single crochet. Oh, this is too easy for you. <laughs> I when you say BP, I knew it was a back, a back post, post already, right? Yeah. Because front post and back post is something specifically within my teaching curriculum. Okay, okay. But the so SC, you use these terms when you when you're teaching as well. Yeah, I do. But it's usually double crochet. Front and back post single crochet is a little bit. It's not as common because it's a little bit harder, right? To kind of shove your hook within the space of a single crochet. So that did stump me a little okay. bit. Okay. Otherwise, I would have answered a lot quicker. Let's see if I can stump you on the next one. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So it's E H D C. E H D C. Oh come on! I know this one because I recently did a project that has no. an E H D C in it. Okay. It's an extended half double crochet. Damn it! It's like it's all the extended stitches. Yeah. I I will say though, the first time I saw it in a pattern, I thought it was a typing error. Because it doesn't usually start with E. No, because it's just like single S C double D C treble T R or H D C I guess half double H D C but to have an E in front of it, an extended stitch is not common, I think. Mm. It's it's not really used very much because unless you're doing it for a specific look of the stitch. So when I get a pattern I usually never read the instructions. I literally jump straight to the pattern page. Right. So when I saw E H D C, I was extremely confused. I wasn't sure what I was looking at. So did you search it up? I just did a half double. Ah, okay. And only after a while I realized that you know this project is not looking as nice as it should.、Mm. Something is like it's not. You know, all crochet kind of curls, and you need to block it. But this one was like excessively curling. I see. So I looked it up and realized that it was an <laughs> actual thing, and hence my introduction into the world of extended stitches. But you do know of extended stitches before? Yeah, that, I、right? love the extended double crochet. Oh, oh、okay. no! Before that, before, yeah, before that, that, no. Oh, okay. This was my first. Glimpse into the world of extended、ah. stitches. I didn't even know at that point that it existed. That extended stitches were a thing. Right. So I mean, it was a happy coincidence or like a happy accident. But I love, I love extended stitches now. I think it just looks so much nicer. Like the extended single crochet is so pretty. I haven't yet found a pattern that I can work with exclusively in extended stitches. But I mean, I'm I'm still searching for something. I'm still slowly looking and、yeah. experimenting with my own. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's a different topic. Story for another day. Story for another time. Okay. Good that we are really breezing through these terms. Yeah, because this episode is so much longer <laughs> than we thought it would、yeah. be. Okay. The next one, yeah. T R T R. T R T R. Okay. So a T R is definitely a treble. Oh. Okay. So it's like a triple treble. Oh man, you got it! You got it! 
Let me tell you what happened prior to this. So we had to do a little edit because I needed to run to the bathroom. And when I came back, Mel sort of had this devilish look on her face and she said, he he he. I'm so sure you're not going to get this next one, okay? <laughs> Sit down, let's get ready. And so the term or the abbreviation was triple treble. Yeah, and I guess the- because it's not common, I have not seen it before. Yeah, triple trebles are not really used for structure. It's just like for a design element. And honestly, a triple treble means yarning over your hook. Like, what, six times, I think? Yeah. So it's it's not very functional. It doesn't really serve... It can't hold weight. It doesn't serve any like functional purpose or like right. structural purpose. So usually you use triple treble for like in case if you want to make like like long long cables or veining mm. or something. Yeah. I do have one pattern though that I work using a triple treble. Is that why you know this of this term? I mean, I know a double treble treble. Okay. You know, so like a triple treble is just extra extra <laughs> yarn right, first, right? Because right? everything is sort of built on that mm. pull through two concept. So the feather keychain that I do, there's like a little vein down the middle, like mm-hmm. a little ridge, and that ridge is made using triple trebles. Ah, I see. Yep. Okay. So it causes like a little bump down the middle that looks like the stem of a feather. Yeah. But it's it doesn't really serve any like structural purpose. It's just right. there to look pretty. Okay, okay. I see. Yeah, just a fun little like tidbit for you guys. <laughs> so my next one okay. is... One of the longest one yet. L- longest? Longer, l- like, m- more letters, more oh, alphabets okay, to so it. Oh, okay, so it's an abbreviation. So, okay. F-P-D-T-R. What? F-P-D-T-R. Yeah. Front post double treble. Did yeah. I get it right? Yes, you got it right. <laughs> See, the thing about stitch abbreviations is that if you know what one thing is, it's just a matter of putting it together. Yeah. Because we've already talked about double trebles. And we also talk about back, back posts back and, and front, front posts, right? Yeah. yeah. But you are right that it's extremely long. And when I read that in a pattern, it's just like, oh my god, okay, let me slowly break this down. <laughs> front, post, double, treble. Okay, so I yarn over three times four times right. I go behind I pull through and then just yarn over pull through two all the way so it's, it's the process your thinking process is as long as the abbreviation it, is, it yeah. is so I mean if I can avoid it I would like not to do front and back posts to be honest I don't like front posts yeah. so when I see it you know it's kind of like how you notice things you don't like yeah and you notice you, it first. You notice it first because you don't like it, right? So I don't like front or back posts. The exception being like the basket weave. I think the basket weave is such a pretty stitch. Mm-hmm. So it's the only time I would accept doing front and back posts. But then it's like front and back posts, regular double crochets. And there's no like triple treble, double treble front posts. Right, it doesn't so. get any more complicated than that. Yep, so that's the only exception. Okay. So... Did it? Did, are we at the end? Did I finish all my fifteen? We are at the end, I know, but I do have a bonus one. I saw oh. this, and I really want you to try guessing this. I should have known there was a bonus because there was a bonus question in, in the, the previous one, in the yeah. previous episode. Okay, yeah. yeah, come bring it on. Okay, so this term, T T K S. So it's also a stitch abbreviation. T T K S. T, okay, if it's a TT, it's probably a Tunisian. Okay. KS. 
S stands for stitch. So something Tunisian, something stitch, and K can only be knit. So it's like a Tunisian knit stitch. What's uh, there's still the second T. Oh shoot, Tunisian triple knit stitch. Yes, you got it wrong. What? Yeah. Uh, okay, Tunisian. I I sound too happy about this. Tunisian. Uh, T. What's the other T? One more try. Tunisian turning knit stitch. No, there's no such thing. I know. <laughs> so you're just like trying least, to think. Did I at least get three of the alphabets correct? Yeah, for so sure. So that's seventy seventy five percent. Yeah, it's only the second T that you are missing. Hmm. I'm I'm I actually don't know. Okay, let me tell you. It's a uh, Tunisian twisted knit stitch. Oh, right. T for twisted. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Do you actually know this stitch? I have never tried this stitch, but mm. I've done the Tunisian knit stitch. Oh, okay. So this is just a more complex version of it. I'm assuming it's like a modification on it. It's kind of like the double crochets and extended double crochets, right? So right. It's like knit stitch and the twisted knit, because you do have like a twisted single as well. Okay. Yeah. But I, I actually don't know what this stitch looks like. Well, I guess it's fair because you you don't know this stitch, right? So, But you see, I have books on Tunisian crochet, so it's kind of no excuse. I kind of have to know this. I do teach the Tunisian knit stitch, mm-hmm. but I feel like I teach Tunisian as sort of an, like part of the intermediate right. crochet course. So... I feel like it's on top of what they are learning already in crochet, so I don't need to go too in-depth. Is there actually a lot of different stitch? There are. Okay. And Tunisian is almost like a whole different thing altogether. Yeah. It's, I think it's slightly more complicated, but a lot more satisfying. Because you kind of work it like a knit, right? You do. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we've ever really talked about Tunisian before. No, have we, we have not. I don't think so. Because now that I'm talking about it, it feels really foreign <laughs> to talk about it in the podcast. But... Tunisian is basically like a mix between knit and crochet. So you build up many stitches. So in your long... Tun- I mean, you've seen my Tunisian hooks, right? You know yeah. they're long. Really long, like a knitting like needle. Like a knitting needle, yeah. So you pick up lots of loops in between. So I don't teach too complicated Tunisian stitches because people have to work through a lot of stitches. Right. And when they have to pull through two, they not only have to pull through two, but pull through sections of stitches as well so sometimes that can be complicated because like you can have a row of six stitches together that's kind of part of a whole long Tunisian knit of 50 loops on your hook and you need to section out every six stitches one thing so that's kind of more complicated right so I guess the twisted version of it is would be an advanced Tunisian one I see so I'm interested to know what that looks like Uh I might actually start doing it just to, just to see how it just looks like. Just yeah. Not today, of course, because we're going to go get our booster shot done. I guess I didn't get the bonus point. Yeah, the bonus point was worth like 100 points. You Don't lie. <laughs> oh my gosh, you liar. Okay, so what's my final score then? Well, if we exclude the bonus question, mm-hmm. your final score is 7 out of 15. Oh my god, I said it yeah, in you the did. beginning. Yeah, the the last <gasps> couple of questions saved you so and I guess pushed I up failed. your score. If not for the stitch abbreviations, I would have very drastically failed. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, I did try to look up difficult ones and there <laughs> oh. were so many. I think most of them, I didn't know them as well. Uh, what was your score? I mean, now that we're talking about it, how many of them did you know beforehand? I would say none. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I Which can't is blame a similar you because... score with my previous episode. 
Yeah, but I can't really blame you because, you know, you're not the crochet person here. Yeah, and I'm actually more impressed with the terms that you come up. <laughs> which are wrong, yes, but I do think your terms are more interesting. I mean, I'm already faced with a situation <laughs> where I don't know what I'm talking about. It's one of those like fake it till you make it situations. So let me know you guys score. I hope that you did a lot better, better than, than, than either I one did. of us. <laughs> I think I'm not on the internet a lot, therefore a lot of these internet terms or hashtags I don't use, right? Yeah. So I'm a little bit disadvantaged in that sense. But you know, I know the stitch abbreviations and that's really all that matters. So let me know your score. I'm gonna, you know, like I said, I'm gonna create an Instagram post and I want you guys to go and comment on it, what your score is. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Crooked Crochet SG. Or you can WhatsApp us to plus six five nine one two seven two seven four three, or email us at crookedcrochetsg at gmail.com. But really, Instagram is instead because I like seeing your profiles and your faces. And if I got any of these terms wrong, please forgive me and feel free to correct me on Instagram as well. Or you can add crochet, um, more crochet jargon. And yeah. if we accumulate enough, we'll come back and do a part three. Oh-ho. Maybe this time, I would ask Mel the questions instead. Oh, okay. It will be one way, obviously. <laughs> obviously, I'll ask easier ones, okay, right? Okay, okay. But I know we'll see, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we won't even accumulate enough questions to have another episode. So I guess we'll just see when the time comes. Yeah. But anyway, check back every Sunday again, 12 noon for new episodes. We've got an exciting one next week. Something that Ooh. has been asked a lot. Um, yeah, check back Singapore time. That's 12 noon, Greenwich Mean Time plus 8. And we'll see you then. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.